This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Forever! When your first choice is a big old bus You turn around and boom You end up with us Sloppy seconds Oh, diva Hey everyone, happy Friday Welcome to Sloppy Seconds Friday, welcome to Sloppy Seconds Is there a delay in here? Do you think there is? No, I'm just fucking with you Oh, you did that on purpose? See, now you're a tech bully so we are going to get into uh, a really exciting, amazing episode with our special guest, as you can see from the title, Crystal Method. Very cool. And you'll get that good classic scream that you like from Meatball every episode. Uh, ah! <laughs> but we had a couple of things to talk about uh, up yeah, front. Some stuff has come up this week. One is some shameless promotion. I'm going to get this yes. out of the way. My EP came out on Wednesday. Um, it's called the Ham and Cheese EP, and you can listen to it. You can stream it. And if you feel like supporting a bitch, you can download it and actually pay for it um, everywhere. It's out in all the places. Question? Yes. In the words Question? Of Dustin Tell Chuck. me what Question? you think about me. About <laughs> what is the difference between an EP and a... Yes. Not a single. There's yes. EP. I'm like, I'm, I couldn't be more happy that you've asked this question because I know the answer and it's interesting. Okay. Because they have demos, EPs, singles, casingles. Yeah, casingles. So when, when music used to come out, it mostly came out in, on, there were singles. It were just individual songs on albums, on vinyl. And then, oh. and then full albums as well. So EP is in relation to a single, it stands for extended play. Mm-hmm. Now, EPs are shorter than full albums, so that always screwed with my head because I thought extended play, oh, that means long. Longer. But it's longer than a single. So, like, a single would be, like, one track well, and then, then maybe the Well, then what's the, the next B-side. step up from EP? LP, which is long, long play. play, and that is an album. Okay, now which sounds longer to you? Long or extended? Extended to extended me sounds, sounds longer. longer. <laughs> right. So I was always very confused, but this my EP has five songs on it, and so it's considered an extended play. It's a shorter thing. And basically, it's just how they put them together in the streaming service. You like can't call something with only five songs an album. Like It has to be longer. Than True, that. it needs a name. Well, congrats. So I saw the first, the first music video is out. And what did you think? I do some dancing. It's called Like This with Boy Radio. I thought it was very good. I I will not lie. When it first started and it was like outside. Uh-oh. And it, was, it felt like natural lighting. I was like, uh-oh, this could go bad. And then you went into the studio space and there was like the dancing, the lighting, the, the doors lit up with yeah. like you in the middle and the two people on the side. It's very good. And it's like it's shot as though it's like all one take. Right. But and a lot like, of it is. Yes. There are like long extended periods of choreography. Of dancing. But, yeah, and you did choreo. Thank you. You we, put them we, little glasses on you and you yeah. got on the back of that golf cart. Yes. Yes, ma'am. We, I can see the whoever cut your hair needs to be sued. <laughs> Eli. Eli cut my hair. And I, I told him I wanted that Charlie Brown 
zigzag looked like oh. a cracked Easter egg that you broke open. Okay, that explains it. But then he got to the bald spot and he was like, you know what? It's not going to read because you don't have any hair there. And I was like, uh-oh, what are we going to do? And he was like, I could literally cut around the bald spot. So there's a huge triangle in the back of my head to literally make space for the bald spot. Kind of must be lovely to be queer. Okay, and I want to talk about this, and this can be a promotional tool. I tuned in. It was it mini matinee drag mini matinee. It was mini uh, matinee? yeah, matinette mini drag matinette mini matinette. <laughs> because she has show. the matinee on Saturdays on Twitch. dot com backslash drag matinee, and then on <laughs> Tuesday nights there's like a smaller show, and I think now they're themed. And this one was Celine Dion themed, and you Honey. know I love Celine. Well. You showed us how much you loved Celine. I well, say okay. I here's what happened: was I, I originally was like, I don't know if I want to do that. Like all the songs seem taken, and she was like, Why don't you do My Heart Will Go On, and we'll put it last, and you just do whatever. And then when I was like, Okay, so I, there's the option is either I recreate Titanic, which I've never <laughs> seen, or I just like try to come up with another idea. And I was like, I'll just recreate Titanic. And I watched three Titanic trailers, and I was like, I get the gist. <laughs> It was so funny, Meatball. I actually laughed out loud like multiple oh my times. God. I was really impressed. It was, it, listen, this is a safe space where we can call people out if they're bad. It was significantly better than your uh, Dua Lipa Let's Get Physical video. Yes. <laughs> um, that one was a train wreck in a different way. But I feel like what's cool is that you're not being really precious about these digital shows. So, like, we're, like, watching you learn how to be funner, oh, yeah. like, like more innovative with the green screen. And I feel like, honestly, at the end of all of this, you could line up all your videos and, like, put it in an art museum. And it would be, like, this like, <laughs> weird modern art green screen drag queen scenario. They sl- hopefully slowly get better. That one was – it was really fun because I knew all the mistakes that I had made before. So right. shooting it didn't, I shot it all, all four parts in like one day and like sat down and edited it in like a day and a half. So that you edited the right parts in the right Yeah, moments. well, what I actually did was, <laughs> here's a tip for those who like to do green screen. Yeah, give us make a tip. The, make the green screen background in the scenes that you want beforehand. Like map it all out so that when it's time to record, all you have to do is press play and watch the video and be like, okay, I need to stand like this and do this. Uh, and then it'll see. all work. Yeah, but you if don't... you're tr- if you're trying to like fit stuff in later, it's not going to work. Um, End of list. I do also love that it was like so like leaps and bounds, like more cohesive and better. And then also still your eyeshadow is like it was still out. giving me problems. <laughs> I'm just gonna put on a fucking black <laughs> raccoon eye so it won't green out. So listen, we don't want to give too many spoilers away because this performance will see the public again tomorrow mm-hmm. night, which is the 30th of May. Yes. For the for precinct precinct one. Fifth anniversary on party. Twitch, I think. Sure. You'll be promoting I, it on the internet. But that's I, a stacked lineup, and listen. Tune Willem in. is there. Trixie is making an appearance. Maybe Alaska. Willem's not there. Alaska is there. Tune in to see Meet Tan. Tune in and tip because we're trying to save Precinct because quite honestly, no one's talking about it, but I don't think Precinct's doing well. <laughs> like, I don't think, I'm not sure. Okay. I don't know. I don't want to speak out of turn because I don't know anything, but I have a feeling 
after this is over or if this continues any longer, we may not have precinct anymore. So please just, donate. How do you pay thirty thousand dollars? And I don't know what their rent is, but like businesses, I don't know. like sometimes you find out how much rent businesses pay, and you're like. Oh, it's thirty grand for you to be. Yeah, operational like when the stud was month. like, "I'm sorry, we couldn't pay fifteen hundred dollars a month for rent." No, fifteen thousand. Fifteen thousand. Sorry, fifteen thousand dollars a month for rent, and that place is tiny. Location. Yeah, and and we can't make any money at it right now. Anyway, Girl. it's such um, a mess. Donate to your local bars. And today is also worth note. We're recording this before today, but um, Chromatica is out, so. Maybe there are games. Rain on me <laughs> when you feel down. Wait, I don't think that. Is that the? All I know is Ariana was in there giving vocals, honey. <laughs> you just sang "Rain on Me" to lean on me. Did you yeah. like their commercial? I actually thought that was really funny. Like that made me like it. I literally you could tell... thought Ariana said, "Back to you, faggot." What did lady. she say? She, I think she said, "Back to you, fucker," and then they bleeped it. Oh, I thought they were. She was like, maybe like back to you, Stephanie. But like, literally, she says an F sound, and I'm like, did she just call Lady Gaga a faggot? And it's like, honestly, I would like live if Gaga and Ari, like in their text chain, called each other faggot. Yeah, that would be funny to me. T. No response. Okay. I bet they don't text each other. I feel like this is. I feel like Lady Gaga is like trying to force a friendship onto Ariana. It's that's a, what it looks like because she keeps hoax. on fucking tweeting at like Ariana's mom, being like, "You raised a great daughter and stuff." And it's like, why <laughs> well, do you care? Thing. Like, you made a song. Stop Gaga, being weird, Gaga. Gaga. Like wants to be the like fun young teenager at the club, but like meanwhile, her mentality is like, "I'm your aunt Stephanie. I just want to take care of you. Is everyone drinking water? <laughs> Let me tweet your mom. <laughs> I'm gonna tell go her she s- did a good job. Sing duets with Tony." Tony Bennett? Is that who she did that with? Ta- yeah, Tony Bennett. Tanya Benty. Okay, anyway. and then one last thing we want to talk about before we get in this interview, because we do have an amazing interview with Crystal Method that is coming up. Um, listen, this week has been like really hard to watch all of the continued racism in our country with the death of George Floyd in Minneapolis. Uh, so mm. many incidents of white people calling the cops uh, on black and brown people for just being... Um, and I just wanted to say to all of the white people out here listening, just posting on Instagram is not enough. It's great to help, uh, with visibility and spreading the word, but like we as white people have to participate in anti-racist behavior, like donate to organizations that are actually on the, I understand if you're like, well, I'm stuck in the house. What do I do? Donate to law firms that are actually fighting these cases and trying to get charges brought against corrupt police officers, uh, call district attorneys, pressure them to press charges. There are so many resources where your voice can be heard individually, and it's more than pressing reshare on an Instagram. You have to send an email. You have to make a phone call. You have to take an action. And a lot of, uh, I know a lot of white people feel like, Uh, But that makes me uncomfortable. It's like it is the tiniest drop in the bucket compared to any person of color existing in our country and dealing with racism. So um, I know the Internet can be like really triggering for people to witness and, and look at. But we have to take action and particularly white people need to take action. So I just wanted to say that we have a platform 
and it would feel and it's not about me being like well i said it on the podcast so now i feel better it's like there are also emails going out and phone calls going out mm-hmm. and anything that i can do to show up in that way and i think that we just you we just have to hold ourselves accountable i agree 100% and go read what shakule wrote which is all police officers are working as agents of white supremacy, which is true. She got a lot of flack for that. But girl, people talk about like, oh, the system is broken. But it's like the system is not broken. The system was set up for white people oh, yeah. to win. So the system yes. is working. We need to break the system. Yeah. Anyhow. And it's only and everyone's saying like, well, I mean, it's not always been that bad. They're not all terrible. And it's like, no, they just don't all get caught. And now we have video cameras. The only reason any of these police officers, anytime they, most of them don't even face any repercussions. Correct. And if they do, it's because there's a video that's been spread around of it. Like there's been so many instances where a police officer would have gotten away because there was no video evidence of what they were doing, and we just have to take their word. Right. And everyone that's why says I don't like, like cops. I fucking hate cops. They everyone scare says me. like, "Oh, my brother's a cop. My my aunt is a cop." I, you know? Yeah. Like, well, your brother has probably seen some shit and hasn't told you, diva. Th- that is the common the common denominator that happens no matter what. You could claim that this person is a good person. They could act and behave as a good person everywhere, but they are working within a system that promotes white supremacy. So therefore, they're complicit. Like that's they how are it works. Agents of chaos. There you go. Burn okay. the police. Well, anyway. now we're going to turn it around and talk to the possible winner of RuPaul's Drag Race, um, a top three uh, contender. It's Crystal Method. So Crystal Method! That was actually pretty good. Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes you'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week including calorie smart protein plus and keto also there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long when my fridge is stocked with factor meals i'm like oh baby i don't have to think about this Mm -hmm. like it is so nice. The combinations are so good. I am a meat eater, but the vegetable options, there are so many. Like, I remember I had like a, it was like a mushroom with pasta and like a cauliflower rice. And I was like, the mushroom is filling. Like, there's plenty of uh, portion, there's plenty of vegetable, and there's plenty of flavor. And I am usually sort of not a microwave person. Mm-hmm. Very cool that this quality of food can just be heated up in the microwave. And so fast. I also love it because I am a, a very much into ordering delivery. I and know. now having all the food there, I can kind of ma- pick what I want and it's ready in two minutes. I don't have to wait an hour for stuff to get delivered. And these are way healthier options than ordering delivery. Completely. And when they have multiple things in them, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, if I cook for myself, all I'm going to eat is the biggest bowl of pasta you've ever seen in your life. But this oh, is yeah. like, you get a little pasta and the chicken and a vegetable all in one dish. Looking for gourmet meals try meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon shrimp truffle butter broccolini and asparagus and factor meals eliminate the hassle of prepping cooking or cleaning up all you got to do is heat up and savor the good stuff 
Customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need. Pause to reschedule deliveries that suit your lifestyle. And we're celebrating Earth Day all month long with Factor. Look out for the Earth Month Eats badge on the menu items for their lowest carbon footprint meals. Head to factormeals.com slash sloppy seconds 50 and use code sloppy seconds 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code sloppy seconds 50 at factormeals.com slash sloppy seconds 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. That's a sleigh, baby. You slaps, you stupid little fucks, you nasty little fucks, you dirty little fucks. Get inside. It's quarantine. What is wrong with you? Stay, stay away from your friends. Welcome to Big Dipper and Meatball Sloppy Seconds with Meatball Big Dipper. Today we have a special guest, Crystal Madness. Hello. Hi. Hi. Missouri girl, ready for the world to love me. Yes, Diva. Did you have plans to cut the mullet after you came back from Drag Race? And then you were like, well, I can't. No, I mean my my main plan is I want to grow it out to my butt and then yes! I want to, and then I want to dye it like every color and then I want to shave my head. Oh, yes. that's a great plan, Diva. Yeah. All right. So we always start each one of these now that we're in quarantine talking about like what have we been doing in quarantine? How are we mm. staying sane? But it's a very different thing for you because like you're watching yourself on TV now. Like how yeah. does it feel to go from like thinking that you were going to just like start traveling and doing all this to now being in home. Yeah. It's so weird because, you know, after I got the call for the show, I quit my job. Um, and then after I finished filming, I came home and like started getting ready to tour. Um, and then pretty much the week I was supposed to go out of town for my first out of town booking, um, all this happened and I haven't left the house since. Oh um, my God. So, yeah, Drag Race is literally the only way I keep track of what day it is. Oh, wow. Have you been doing (laughs) any, like, weird habits now that you're just, like, trapped at home? Are you with anybody? Are you, like... I'm quarantined with my boyfriend. Um, And if I was was by myself, I would be going crazy -er. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, so uh, your boyfriend, prior to uh, being on Drag Race, is it a new relationship? You were no. together for a while? Um, we've been together for pretty much as long as I've been doing drag. I okay. started doing drag like a month before we started dating. So oh, wow. Is your boyfriend often recruited to like help with costumes <laughs> and paint things and do backgrounds? No, 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 no. <laughs> and, so, no. and so now, because you're stuck at home and you're doing digital shows, is he like fully Oh, yeah, he's on a the cameraman production? now. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah, before, like, whenever I'm doing anything artistic, he is not invited. He, um, he's just not that. Right. Like, because I'm like, just go with how it feels, like, paint, painting things. And he's just, like, <laughs> drawing a grid or a pattern. And I'm like, that's not what I want. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so now that he films all my digital shows, there's definitely a lot of fighting when that happens. <laughs> Same. I will tell you, I have not – me and my boyfriend got into the biggest fight I think we've ever been in. And, like, we've been in for, like, two or three years now over a camera angle. It's hard to like, you were like, be people, on the same page. People, you were like, shoot me from below uh, and turn off all the lights, and that's my best feature. Yes. Ah! Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I have a friend whose uh, husband is on SNL. And so, like, when they started doing the shows from home, SNL, like, sent them all, like, T-shirts that say, like, fit, like at-home film crew, like, trying <laughs> to, like, boost the morale of everyone's, like, roommates and partners to be like, yeah. uh, you're working for free for us now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that... So, um, have you been enjoying doing the digital shows? I know you did bitch puddings. Um, that was one of the, that was pretty much, I think the first show I did and it was so much fun. Mm -hmm. Um, like I hadn't, I haven't, I feel like my quarantine has been taken from me. Um, (laughs) wait, what do you mean? (laughs) Because like, I feel like at this time, everyone is like, it's experimenting with like what they can do with drag, like doing live streams on Instagram and all that. And I have been kind of like trying to work on the finale and the reunion oh. and not and not give spoilers away and so i kind of like disappeared for a little bit plus right. it's like i got overwhelmed with making cameos i too- oh they're impossible this. it's so hard because i know that it's like one of the only ways that i can like connect with fans and like kind of have like a special interaction with them. But also it's very one-sided where I'm the only one talking yeah. <laughs> and um, it, it, it it's, I have fun doing it, but um, it's like hard to like find time to make time to do all of them when yeah. they're all coming in so fast. Here's they- my question about cameos. If I were to buy a cameo, Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I would want the person to be like, hey, Dipper, I love you. I just want to let you know you're great, you're awesome, and I really am rooting for you, right? Which is like when all That's you're doing normal. is getting... Yeah. Right, but when you're getting an email from Melissa and she's like, hey, can you tell my friend Sharon that she's the best, that you love her, that you're obsessed with her bangs? Well, it, they're like, not even just emails. Like... It's not even what? an email. They get like a small sentence. You get like maybe five lines of what you want the person to ask. So I, when I was doing them, I would be like, she's in med school. She has a good time. Her boyfriend just left her. She's very depressed. And it's like, <laughs> what do I do with that information? Dress up yeah. like a doctor and... Uh... <laughs> Send them to better help get using physical? the code sloppy. Yeah. I like it when they get creative and tell me what they want me to say. Mm-hmm. It's better than like, I love you, say whatever. Because I'm like, okay, well, thanks for the money. See yeah. Ya. <laughs> <laughs> I did one one time where the person was like, I'm going through a really hard time and I just want to laugh. And so I sent them this like really goofy one and they gave me one star and was like, not helpful. Like that was, <laughs> and I was like, okay, let me send you another heartfelt one. And then they just like ignored it. It was so also bad. when Meatball started doing cameos, he set the price at $100 and sold because I didn't want to do them. them and sold a ton of them. I did sell a lot of them up front. And then I was like, I just have to turn this thing off. I don't want to do this. You were getting too many at $100. That's iconic. We, well, it was more than that. It wasn't that there was, <laughs> it was too many for like how often I was in drag, which was like once a week. So it was like trying to do yeah. that many of them in one day and then also get to the club because I'm always a mess. <laughs> Speaking of um, clubs, did yeah. you come up? What was, what was the club scene like in Missouri? Club scene in Missouri. Uh, we have, well, we used to have three gay clubs, but one of them, well, for, they closed, but then the old building burned down and all oh, all man. that. Um, but we've got one kind of like dance club um, where they have drag shows like almost every day of the week, but it's all like no pay amateur nights. Mm. What's that place called? It's called Martha's. Martha's. 
And so, Dipper, got... you perform there? Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've actually performed at Crystal's party and gotten paid nicely because she respects the artistry. Oh. <laughs> um, so then there's like one other uh, gay bar. It's called Mix. And they have like a drag show once a week on Tuesdays. And, and sometimes they throw them on the weekends. But um, then I wasn't really fitting in anywhere. Um, and so I just started my own night at like, it's called the out, it's at the Outland, it's called Get Dusted. And so yeah. that's where we bring in like musical guests um, and try and get at least one new drag performer every show. It's so, let me just say, it's really sickening. And I don't know, I don't know who put, cause you put that on uh, with Yo- Johan. Uh huh. And, um, I don't know. He reached out to me, but I don't know like who put him on. He actually told me, I don't know, this might be too personal, but he told me that a friend of his who died a few years ago, like was really into my music videos, which is how he found out about me. And then as And then like, every time he heard your song, he felt like he was being haunted. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then like as a tribute to his dead friend, are you happy about these jokes you're making, Meatball? He decided to book me, which was like the first or like the first time we got in contact so that what i remember being i felt like really nice i believe that. i believe that is true so like johan he's like a promoter he does a lot of shows all right. over springfield um but i kind of just knew of him before i started getting in drag um i dated a guy that kind of got me into the music scene and i just started meeting people so he was just someone that i was like i want to do a drag show i don't know how to do it and i want your help um, and so it started out pretty small, but once we started kind of growing, we started to try and bring as many like out of town artists as we could. It So the party is called Get Dusted and it is so, Meatball, it is so fun. It's at a music venue. And so when you're oh. doing, when you're performing, you, you're on a fucking rock stage and everyone is like standing up, bum rushing the front, hands in the air. Uh-huh. And your, <laughs> Crystal, your drag family, which is... Um, uh, you and Diabetti and Dagan Michelle and Lu- does Lux. Lux Lux go by Lux Queen or just Lux? She goes by Lux, but Lux Queen is her right. IG. Yeah. And so the four of you, they Springfield, Missouri is obsessed with the four of you. Yeah, we're like a little girl group. It's so fun. <laughs> it's it's like it's an amazing testament to like being like we want to express ourselves i bet there's an audience for that and you created that stage with get dusted and the children go wild and actual children go actual children go because it is all ages ages. yes oh my gosh That's and so, it's so cool. good. It's really cool. I just found um, some video footage on a hard drive of me performing and the four of you dancing back up. Yeah, back for good up. at sex. Which was so <laughs> fun. That was the last time I was oh, there. That song haunts me. I actually really <laughs> like that song. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I got a compliment out of Meatball, you guys. Ew, ew, ew. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, speaking of the party Get Dusted, there's something about you making a Get Dusted movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was funny because it was right around when quarantine happened and we it's like a monthly show. And I think three days before it was supposed to be Get Dusted, we were like, let's do a digital drag show. And we just all did two numbers, filmed it all, edited it together in that three days and released it. And it was just really fun. Um, I feel like a lot of people that live in Springfield was mainly the people that watched it. 
Um, and so we were like, let's do another. And we did get dusted too. We're going to keep, we're going to keep doing them. Um, the numbers, hopefully. they keep going. Yeah. So you could probably yeah. keep doing them. <laughs> yeah. They, they don't stop going <laughs> up. <laughs> Wait, where can everyone watch those right now? Um, we upload those to Vimeo.com slash party. Oh, that's for the adults on Vimeo. A friend of mine just put out a, a, a new music video on YouTube and it got like flagged and taken down immediately. They were like, yeah, oh. I, I honestly just didn't know the rules of like where you're allowed to post what. Yeah. Right. And I couldn't figure out how to use Twitch. So <laughs> girl, uh, now, bitch, now, you have to know how to, I don't know. <laughs> now you have to be able to glue your brows down, put on lashes, uh, get a lace front and learn how to stream on Twitch. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, wait, speaking oh about God. gluing brows down, because you got some big old furry <laughs> motherfuckers. What do you use? Because I just got my eyebrows back. They finally came in. Oh, congratulations. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. I'm a real person. <laughs> um, I've always just used the purple Elmer's glue stick. I like the big fat one. Oh, I think um, I see now. I think I'm too fat and sweaty for that. I um, also I, I find I don't really sweat a lot. Wow. Um, and wow. I've got really, I have triggered, really, triggered. I have really dry skin with tight pores. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's just so hard for you, Crystal. And I don't really move a lot. I try not to. <laughs> Is that true? <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah. Oh. I'm, so, when I'm in drag, I'm trying to run around the bar and hit people. Yeah, I move around, are. but um, yeah, I just don't, I hate sweating. Mm. You really do have kind of like a come to me presence. Oh yeah, because I know we normally like set up a photo booth, so I'm always like great lighting. People will just come over, <laughs> and you're like, I'll stand still and wait. <laughs> yeah, they bring me drinks and gifts. Uh-huh. Okay, I want to like I want to like run it back and get into the history of this. You said you quit your job when you got the call to go to Drag Race. You were working at Michael's. Michael's? Is this correct? Not Michael's. Um, Joe, I was working. No. <laughs> I was I was doing I was like a marketing coordinator slash graphic designer um, for a chain of um, bowling alley slash entertainment centers. Why did I think you worked at a craft store? Because I'm crafty like that, I guess. Wow. Because <laughs> um, I remember seeing like Instagram videos of you like going out to do drag or do crafts on your lunch break or something in your car. Oh, fu- fully, yeah. I would like. <laughs> I would have an hour lunch break and I would like take naps out there. I would make costumes in the back of my car, like for the show that (laughs) night. Crafty queen, both with your time Mm -hmm. and with your costume. I also like, I'm not into like having small talk with like coworkers in the break room. I just want to like go chill outside. (laughs) Fully. What were you going to say to me, Paul? Wait, so did you, do you know how to sew or are you more just like it comes to you because you know how to like just put stuff together? A little bit of both. I feel like I've been learning more about like pattern making and stuff. But for the most part, I usually like take stuff in or just sew stuff together until it has some kind of shape. (laughs) Did you make everything that you were wearing on Drag Race or make or find? Um, No. Well, almost. I there is a drag queen or drag king, Leonard Von Jenkins. Um, they were like 18 years old, just graduated high school. Um, and they were the only person I knew that owned like a sewing machine and a serger. Um, and I knew that they wouldn't like tell ever anyone. Yeah. Um, and so I kind of just set up like a little workshop in my living room and then 
um, the girls from my house came and we just kind of made it work. There were a couple of things where it was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. And I just went to Goodwill and just whatever I bought that day, I was like, well, this is my runway look. <laughs> That's wow. awesome. Also, what? I heard that you were you wore pants for every runway. It's and not true. I don't think that that's true. Not true. Because I was black. like, <laughs> there was fully looks where she's like in a fucking black gown. Yeah, Alaska uh, said that on uh, Race Chaser. She was like, I saw something on the internet that had all the pictures of crystal and pants. And I went and I looked it up and I found like eight <clears throat> photos of you in dresses. But, but there was a lot of pants for sure. Yes. And that was like totally unintentional. I just like... I that's guess that's just, just my were. style. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know that on Drag Race for this season, your narrative was sort of like, I'm here. Oh, I'm getting lost in myself. Oh, now I have confidence in like running to the, fr-. you know, like it, that yeah. was the sort of the mm. story that they told. Um, but it, 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 it felt like to me, the vibe watching was like, how you just talked about goodwill like you just were sort of like okay here i go like this is what i'm gonna give (laughs) and here i am and i feel like obviously it worked out for you because you made it all the way and that's i mean that's incredible (laughs) because so many people who overthink it or try to deliver what they think people want from Mm -hmm. them they get stuck in that so i feel like you were really yourself yeah yeah i mean i feel like that's part of the show that's really hard is like trying to be your authentic self on camera all the time. Um, It's like part of the challenge because I think Drag Race is also about like opening up and like showing your vulnerable side, which is all things like I don't really feel comfortable doing. Um, (laughs) So it was it was pretty hard. And I feel like especially in the beginning when you see everyone unpacking all of their things and like there's just like amazing pieces with like stones and beads all over it. Um, and I love that, but that was not the style that I have <laughs> or the style that I brought. Sure, um, sure. Sure, sure, and sure. So I, de- I definitely like psyched myself out being like, oh, they're good. I can't. But then as like people started to get eliminated and I was still there, I was like, well, Mom's something doing something is, right. I guess I'm amazing. She's sitting there combing her mullet, going, well, something is getting me through. Wait, okay, okay. Did you Talk know who DeBarge it. was? before okay um i i had been referred to looking like a debarge family member like once before and i had googled it and so i had seen a picture um one time way long ago so when rue was talking about it i could like kind of (laughs) see something but i had no idea what he was talking about and you're telling me producers didn't pull you aside and go like here is a photo so you can like riff with rue on this thing that she's no every time she talks to you every time she i think that's another thing is like watching the show it's really fun because it's like oh rue likes me we're like having fun (laughs) but like in the moment i was always like what is going on? I have no idea what she's saying. <laughs> okay, speaking of what is going on, when you got Ooh. on that Zoom call to film the Oh movie, my god. First off, oh, your outfit was incredible. Yes, of course you won. You won. The Commitment Zoom to holding that fucking candle the whole time and just yeah. looking like an old ass dude. <laughs> what did you think when you saw what uh uh Miss RuPaul Andre Charles was wearing? I thought it was Interesting. I mean, I, 
there's, I, I, there's room for everyone. I, I thought it was really funny though because of course. um it was like a pajama party that was something that like the girls we'd come up with even before we knew it was gonna be virtual. We were like, wouldn't it be cute if we were all dressed like a slumber party? Yeah. Um and so we were all kind of already planning it. And then when Rue showed up in that purple hoodie thing, I'm like, those are his actual pajamas because I've seen him walking around in them. Um, and so I love that he like really committed to the theme. Also, the, the blue mask was like a reference to when he did the blue like face mask makeup, right? I don't Maybe. know. I thought he got a facelift and that's like one of those like <clears throat> harnesses to like hold everything in place. I'm pretty sure. I can't remember. Nikki Doll knew the exact brand of mask. Apparently it's some kind of fetish mask. So. Yeah, of course. Maybe Ooh. it's slick it up. I bet it's, it's slick probably it slick it up. That could be it. Yeah. Okay, so what was it like? Like your season seemed like a season where the girls actually didn't have any real hatred toward each other. Right. Like there was like some tension and stuff and like the uh-huh. untucks, but it never seemed like there was anybody actually fighting, which most other seasons have that like heavy drama of people fighting. And it seemed like when you guys were traveling afterwards, you were all still friends. Did it feel like a family when it was done? Or are there some that you don't even talk to anymore? <clears throat> no, I mean, I feel like we have a group chat where everyone is still pretty active in it every day. Um, I don't know. I all feel 13? like that. Yeah. I feel like that, or, oh, wait, no. Um, um, I feel like um, it's such a crazy, like, experience that we had, like, no choice but to lean on each other. Right. And I think the fun thing was, like, even when we were would have, like, dinners on set and stuff, I, I probably shouldn't say any of this, but we would, like, set up the table and, like, put a little centerpiece down and we would, like, try and have family dinners. Oh. Right. And that was just, like, another thing that just kept us always, like... Yeah, it felt, this season felt different. It felt like there was a more, like, positive energy going through it. It felt like a showcase for talent. Yeah. Is what it felt like. And, you know, also just speaking to, like, what you were saying when you saw, um, like, other girls unpacking and you saw all of their garments, it was like, they were showcasing that and you were showcasing something else and both things on this season, it felt like we're really being celebrated. I think Mm -hmm. it's also really cool that in past seasons, if Queens had walked in the kind of things that you had on the runway, they maybe would have been read like, um, that's pretty and that's fun and that's creative, but that's not eleganza. Yeah. And I think it's really cool that like you are able to sort of stand in that and be like, uh, this is who I am. And it was received and celebrated. Like, that's amazing. Yeah. That, I mean, that's what I'm most thankful for. Like, definitely in the beginning, I was psyched out when they were like, this is a lot. Or like, <laughs> this is how you do your face all the time. Um, <laughs> Wait, I want. Yeah, she really came for it. I, w- I was watching you do a drag makeup tutorial, which is chaotic energy. No offense. <laughs> yeah. But there's. <laughs> you do it I love it. All- you do voiceovers, right? Yeah. yeah. She goes back in. And, goes, <laughs> and now I'm putting glitter on the inside of my eyeball. Enjoy. You, you guys have to watch her uh, YouTube channel. It's so funny. But what? when did you learn to do the creams first? Because I did it yesterday and it was way easier to do my makeup that way. I don't know. It's kind of just like how I started doing my makeup really fast. Um Because like in preparation for the show, I knew that it, I would have like not a lot of time. Yeah. So um even like the season before, I would go to viewing parties um, every 
I think it was Thursday, Fridays, whatever day it was on. Um, but I would have to work right up until then. So I would literally rush home, do my face in like half an hour and do, just like come up with whatever I had the time for. Um, and that was like one of the main ways I think I got really um, stylized and like got my process down of how I could do my makeup quickly. Because when we did that improv challenge, just the Squirrel Scouts, I did my, I, that face I did in 20 minutes. What? Did their face in 20 minutes. And I thought I was going to be like, praised for doing my makeup that fast but and then they it was the same them. yeah <laughs> so that's why after all the quick drags every time we did quick drag i was like i guess i just have to look ugly and then i would always stand next to jada who just looked perfect how did she do it <laughs> yeah are the quick drags really quick drags because no one they, ever really looked that busted i think that they really are i think it's just like gg has the perfect eyebrows already and um, <laughs> can do a quick lip <laughs> and sunglasses. So, so let's talk a little bit about I mean, you and we, Gigi. We've sort of touched on it. Yeah. You and Gigi. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Your lovers. I My love, lover. I loved that moment of the reunion. <laughs> it's so funny. Cause like, I feel like the fans have been shipping us since the beginning. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't even remember when or how it started, um, but I do think it's funny because we always just were like, me, her, and Jackie would all sit next to each other in the vans when we would drive. So I just, wow. I, and, and, and her room was right next to mine. I don't know. I, we just got along really fast. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> knock knock. Conjoined like, rooms. Yeah, conjoined rooms. She'll be. A, she'll. She'll join your relationship in Missouri and be a thruple. We we've talked about it. We were talking on the phone. Ah! She was like, she was like, I want to be in a relationship with you, but not your boyfriend. I was like, oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> that's how that's how those poly, poly, uh, polyamorous relationships work. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's 2020. It is 2020. You better flip that hair. Um, <laughs> okay, so. Do you remember this... sending me your white money? Oh, my God. I think I do. <laughs> I, like, looked at it, and I was like, holy shit. And then it was like, you were like, uh, I'm only half white, so you need to send me half back to make sure it's real. Yes! I never <laughs> sent it back. I was like, fuck that. I'm keeping this. <laughs> well. Now you can uh, you you don't need it I'll anymore. Send it you back got all now. The, no, I'll she's send. doing all those cameos. She doesn't yeah. need it. <laughs> she doesn't need it. Wait, uh, so I want to talk about your season twelve uh, while it's airing on TV experience. We sort Ooh. of talked about yeah. it. Yeah, like just to really sort of lay it all down in context. You're not out in public doing viewing parties. You are at home alone, constantly on Instagram Live, doing digital shows on your group text thread. You can't do gigs. You can't do meet and greets. And you are watching the show unfold. It feels like you, I mean, you said your quarantine got taken from you because you've been focused on the reunion and the finale. But it feels like this moment to be like, the most famous drag queen of the moment. Yeah. You're like stolen. at home interacting just with the screen. Don't are you trying to make her cry? That's no, not this, I'm we're just, not, wanna, that's not this type of podcast. We're a I call out podcast. Get into the real vibe yeah. of what's this like. Cause this is a unique experience for the oh. 12 of you, not to mention the one that got the boot. Yeah. I mean, you pretty much summed it all up. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> 
I was, uh, it's like, it's such a bummer because like I've, it's hard to feel like upset when you're like able to watch yourself on TV mm-hmm. and like I'm in quarantine and like I'm making enough money to pay my bills. Like there's so much craziness. It's like, I feel blessed blessed to be in the position I'm in but yeah I definitely feel like like I miss going out in drag so bad um and I definitely would love to go out and just have everyone be obsessed with me for a night like yeah I miss that so I don't know it all it is really weird too because I feel like I want to be online and like interacting with fans but to like search through twitter and instagram and all that it's like so time consuming and when i find myself spending like four hours just reading i love you i love you it's like not the same yeah right um but i mean it's still fun but i like i have to i like throw my phone away from me a lot (laughs) Yeah. yeah, I've been feeling that too. I feel like this weird energy and it hit me the other day that I was like even if this ends for us in LA in July, like that doesn't that doesn't mean I'll be traveling in July. Like I probably won't be doing a, a another international drag show until 2021. Like I won't be traveling. I won't be going like I just it feels empty. Yeah. And I feel like the, I a ship with no uh or, like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just floating here, throwing drag into the universe. Okay, yeah. poetic. You said a <laughs> just try. no or. Uh, baby, I'm going wherever, just spinning, <laughs> just being like, what am I going to do? I do that- think it is, like, a thing that we as both queer people and artists. Yeah, I need to be around fags. But My boyfriend's also- barely gay. We-, <laughs> <laughs> we also, like, have a legacy of of forging new ways to connect and find community and express ourselves. And I think all of these digital drag shows, like I was just over the weekend, I was on like a zoom call with a theater company that I used to work with in Chicago. And everyone was like, what have people's experiences been with live performance in a digital setting? And bitch, I was like, well, these people are doing digital drag shows. These people are doing streams. This is on Twitch. This is on Instagram. This is on like behind a paywall. And they were all like, I think I watched one play reading on Zoom. Like yeah. basically like one <laughs> one or two things in the theater world have been accomplished in these couple months, but it's like talk about nightlife, like DJs streaming drag queen. You know, it's like we we find a way. And so mm-hmm. I'm interested to see how all the digital stuff we've done mixes with live performance in yeah. the future mm-hmm. and how people will be able to embrace like I think it would be cool to go to a get dusted party and have all live performance but like, everyone's in a hazmat suit <laughs> <laughs> or and I feel like Crystal can make that a look there's a, <laughs> well of course she could but there's a performance that gets projected that is like live from somewhere else it's like we as an audience yeah that could be cool we've learned to to watch that now and so now you you know no shade, but you don't have to fly someone from fucking, you know, L.A. out there. You can just tell Meatball to get on her Twitch. <laughs> I don't know like, how No, baby, I want the I gig. I want the gig. I want that gig, girl. I want to travel. I want to yell at people in person. There's also <laughs> something about doing drag in front of a camera that just doesn't feel the same. Of course. Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, tweet. it must have been like that for you on Drag Race, like watching those girls lip sync just to like the judges. 
I feel like that would be so, I don't know. It would be hard. Oh, it's definitely weird because, like, the whole time you're on the show, you don't have an audience to, like, react or let you know if you're doing okay or not. So that's how you get in your head real bad because you're like, have I ever been funny at once yeah. in my life? <laughs> I'm sure that's exactly how everyone feels in the middle of a Snatch Game because you can see uh-huh. sometimes, like, their eyes just go dead and they're like, there's no response. Was that funny? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I fully cried in Rue's arms moments before we had to do that. So oh. I was just like concentrating on um, not crying. <laughs> <laughs> you're like hugging her and you're like, just just Google Poppy real fast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, please. Just look it up. <laughs> Oh my God, that is so wild. Has Poppy reached out or her robots reached out? Um, It was funny the day of Snatch, the day of Snatch Game, they released a photo of like the full panel of everyone. They're like, can't wait for tonight's episode. I was like, how do they have that? And then um, I I said, who wants to see a Poppy collab? And they retweeted it and said, we do. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. So I might be in a Poppy music Well, video. they- yeah. <laughs> Well, they live in the internet, so that should be easy. Yeah. Amazing. Um, let's take a <laughs> quick break and we'll be right black. We're okay, we're back. Back. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Crystal, do you know Wicked? You know Wicked? I I um know everything I know about Wicked from listening to this podcast. Oh, <laughs> you listen! You never said that. Whoa, <laughs> have we said some bad shit about you? Um, I don't think so. Okay, great. I don't think I I, did. I I usually like that. I usually like it when people can say things that hurt my feelings. I feel like there was. <laughs> I feel like there wasn't enough of that on the show. Like people just do my kooky voice or whatever, but no one said anything like that really hurt my feelings. But you like you like to spar a little bit. Um, I just like <laughs> that was a yes. I, it's like when it. I'm not like, that, I came to fight. I came to fight. <laughs> I don't want to fight. I just want to like. I want for people to really see me. You know. <laughs> I want someone to like know what really hurts me. Oh, oh, that sounds like a kink. Maybe. Oh! <laughs> um, you guys over in Springfield love PC music, right? Um, what's PC? That's like a computer. Politically, no. Oh. That's like that's like Charlie XCX. And oh, like, oh, like um, PC music, right? Isn't that what that whole movement is called? Okay, here's... I thought PC meant politically correct. <laughs> Well, it does, and PC also means personal computer, but, like, you know, uh, Charlie XCX and um, fucking, what's her name, Sophie, Sophie you know, they all, like, pioneered that, like, digital sounding. It's called PC Music, and every time that, or or the two times, I say every time, like, I've been there tons of times, but the two times that I've been in Get Dusted, it's like, Lux always does, like, a PC music. It just feels like that's really the vibe there. Um, you know, (laughs) I... I I listen. I'll listen to whatever. I don't really um, listen. <laughs> I don't really listen to music. That's not my like. That I, I, my family literally had only ever listened to like um, talk show radio, and um, I don't know. I didn't like grow up listening to music. It's so hard for me to find songs to perform to because like 
I don't know even how to search for music. Is that crazy? No, I'm the same uh, way. I <laughs> really? do not listen. And when I'm in the car, it's like, it's talk radio, oh, it's podcasts, it's like audiobooks, but I'm never like, oh, let me throw on a record. Oh. Yeah, so that's, I don't really know all that. I, I just know that we usually have a DJ and they probably have just a really um, <laughs> specific taste in music. <laughs> okay, so wait, what is your, like, <laughs> You're like, what I'm not the music what are, girl. What are your like go-to songs? Like what what do you like to perform to more? Um Pitbull. I, Pitbull, yeah. Pitbull would be my number one. And then <laughs> probably I don't know. That's such a hard question because I feel like I wasn't per, I wasn't like performing that much before I got on the show. I mean, oh. I would perform, you know, maybe once a week. Um maybe that uh and every time we would perform we like to do a different song so i i never really reuse stuff and sometimes Uh if i do something it's just like i'll make a stupid costume out of cardboard and do that i i never i don't know i don't really have that's been a struggle for me too of like trying to figure out when i can do her of like what are thing like what's the crystal method package like what what is is the crystal method is the real question yeah so that's been um, my current struggle and journey. <laughs> did did Rock ever give you shit about your name when he talked about his mom being addicted to meth? No, and you know, and and you know, I wasn't on that episode, and I oh right, knew, and I knew Rock before the show. We had met at DragCon, um, but I didn't know that about Rock, and so I don't know. It never. We never discussed it, no. I think the one thing we were going to do is um, the episode she got eliminated, we like were talking about having big makeup. But that's really the only chance we got. Yeah, what was it like having them like drag your makeup, even though <laughs> like it's good? <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, that sounded rude, but it was like you have great makeup and it was like a weirdly specific <clears throat> note just for you. Right. Yeah. Um. It's, it was really weird because that like my makeup is something I like pride myself in. I feel like I always look really good. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so it's also weird because I might do the same like style every time, but so does every other girl. That's the thing. <laughs> like that's just this is just how my face is. Um, well, that's how people so, recognize you. Like if right. I changed the, my makeup and I shape every fucking time, everyone would be like, "Who's that?" But also, I feel like I, I have fun with makeup and I, I like to switch it up based on, you know, what I'm doing. Um, and so I feel like the fans have definitely dug through my Instagram and found like old pictures where I wanted to look fishy or um, things like that. And so they know I can do those things. So I like I don't have to keep doing it. Yeah. Like this is just what I'm interested in now. Who, how, how long did it take you to develop that look? Like Meatball is saying, like, people will recognize you from your lip mm-hmm. shape and your eye. Like, did it? And the little cheeks. Mm. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I don't know. I feel like really um, before I left for the show, I was consistently doing, like, six months before then. It was, like, right before the show. Right. That's when I really started, like, this is what I do. Yeah. Um. Which is which is crazy to think that I came up with my face right before I left right. to go film. Um, 
I don't How much know. time did you have before them telling you that you were on to like getting there? Because it's like always how much, like like how much time we have to get ready? Or? Yeah, because yeah, one girl told me that she was like, I had seven days. <gasps> yeah, um, I had. I I was told. Okay, another secret. I was told a month before I went, but then yeah. I didn't get my list of what I was supposed to bring until three weeks before. Oh, okay. Okay. That's bad, but that's not awful. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what sort, how many, first of all, how many times did you audition for the show? Oh, this was my second time auditioning. Wow. Um, wow. So my first time that I auditioned, um, I spent like two weeks creating my audition tape. Like, and and the reason I think the main reason I wanted to do it the first time was to like package my drag into a 20 minute video and like really see what I was doing good at. And um, so I just had fun making it. Right. Um, But for my second audition tape, I think I edited it. I did all of it the day before it was due. Oh my God. Um, And so all of it? Uh huh. And so for like my runways and stuff, I just used clips of all the Get Dusted promo videos because we would do a promo video for every that, Yeah, show. that's smart. So I just pulled from content I already had. And I, th- you, I feel like that's why it was successful. It's like, I was just like, this is just how I was naturally doing. Yeah, it wasn't, like, this is what it wasn't a fake thing. It was just like, here's actual stuff that I'm doing. Right. Yeah. That's great. And, okay, but my question is, uh who like when did when was the first time you got up in drags and who do you cite as your like inspiration elder mm-hmm. yeah oh let's see the first time i got in drag well i mean gr- growing up i would go into my mom's closet when i got home from school and she was still at work and i would like try on her clothes before she got back yes Ooh. um and and then like in high school, I would make like little skit, vi- like edit skit videos, uh-huh. and I would sometimes dress up like my teacher or something. Um, but like the first time I went out, like to do to be in drag, um, it was like for a pride, and Raven, Laganja, and Gia Gun were all coming, and I was like, "Absolutely, I'm gonna get in drag and go see them." Raven um, traveled. But- <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think it was like right around season seven was airing. I remember because I was watching it on TV and my mom came in um, and I had just come out to my parents. So I was like still kind of iffy on like wanting to watch gay stuff in the house. Sure. Um, and so my mom was like, ew, I hate this. This is gross. Um, and so then I was like, oh, well, I'm going to do it. But just in my <laughs> mind. Um, and then I just started doing my makeup in my room at night. Um, while my parents were asleep, that's you were so like, cool. Get into this gig, mom. Yeah. So, so before I went and saw, like, before I went out for Pride, I like practiced my makeup in my room for like a month. Wow. That... And then when you went out, Raven was like, "You, yeah, <laughs> you're gorgeous." <laughs> yeah, I she wish was I like, would have oh, <laughs> oh, I mean, I would just do my makeup in my room, and then I'd go on Periscope. And oh, like, oh my god! <laughs> Wait, 
what is this website? This makes me sound so old. Isn't there something called uh, Omegle? Om- Omegle. What uh-huh. is that? I, I don't know. It, I've never used I've that. never used it either. I think it's just like a chat. Like I think it's like chat, chat roulette. roulette. Yeah. Chat roulette. And oh chat, God, roulette chat roulette, people's is, dicks were just out, honey. Uh-huh. <laughs> is different than chatterbait? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know about that I thought one. you chatterbaited on chat roulette. I thought that was just like the name for masturbating. <laughs> so weird. The internet is a crazy. Have you ever done? Okay, let's move on to our next segment. Sex fuck talk. Fuck talk. <laughs> have you? I have a question for both of you. Uh-huh. Have you guys ever like jerked off over the internet, like with a stranger, not with like a Skype call? Like mm. on the internet. I mean, I think one time I did it on Snapchat with a guy I hadn't met. Yes, come on, Snapchat. <laughs> oh, and that was the whole thing, is that the snaps would disappear. So you were like, yeah, I'm going to do So you felt safe. You felt oh, safe. Can you, like, call? Maybe, can you, like, was call like a, on Snapchat? Can you, maybe. like, I think probably now you probably can. I don't remember. It was a while ago. Maybe I just, maybe we just exchanged phone numbers. I don't really remember. Yeah, I hate I, video yeah. stuff. I'm not a, I'm not into it really. No, me video either. Girl. I need to touch. <laughs> well, also I think and I've had this conversation with people before. I think because what I consider work and artistic expression is so often music video, is so often manipulating my image to to send a message, to create a narrative, mm-hmm. to like to be. photoshop your body thinner. And my <laughs> my body and my the way I look is like my canvas. Okay, now it's sounding stupid. But so when I'm like FaceTiming with someone and they're like, let's jerk off together, I'm like, I would be like critical of the way it looked or like the angles yeah. or the lighting. Like yeah. I would want to direct it better and I wouldn't be in the moment. So I get really sort of thrown off by that. Yeah, well, that's what happened to me I, when I was uh, traveling and I was <laughs> in Europe and Michael was here and I was like, okay, well, let's give this a shot. And that exact thing happened where I was literally like trying to find, I was setting it on top, the, my phone on top of the thermostat to get the right angle so that I could like put my leg up on the bed and be like, oh, ah! no, like, like give him trying to like show. turn over and like, I was just like, this isn't working for me. Not put the leg up and one foot across the dresser drawer and the other on the other side. Wait, what? Yeah, I feel like pussy Pauline. I I feel like I relate. It's like you don't. If you're taking a picture to send, you want to make sure that it's like the perfect angle. Right? Is the lighting okay? Do I? Yeah, I feel like you don't want to send something and then be like, "Is that lent? Like, what is? (laughs) Like, or like, (laughs) why is it so dark?" But also, like, it is uh, quite eye-opening to be like, okay, well, when I'm in a room with someone and we're fucking, and my body's like, just laid out all over the bed, it's like, she don't look pretty. (laughs) And now I'm taking a video of myself, like, not looking the greatest, sending it to you. You don't get to control the angles, diva. I just shot a video where I was pretending to be Rose from Titanic, so I did the nude scene, and I had never seen my body (laughs) in so many different... (laughs) Ankles on camera. I was like, oh lord, I'm not using any of this footage. <laughs> Front rolls. Front well, at one point I looked and I went, what is that roll connected to? And I had to like, Michael, what is this? 
<laughs> he, he holds it and tracks it. He back goes, yeah, he basically <laughs> did. He was like, well, he when you shoe all the way around, he did. He goes, when you lean over, this makes this happen. Like we were really <laughs> doing it just to figure out my body at different angles. <laughs> I mean, okay, well, you know, y'all See, try it at home. This Put your why... camera up, hang upside down in bed. See what happens. <laughs> This is why I take so many, like, basically naked photos, is I know where all my roles are at, and I don't want to look at them. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, my God. So, Crystal, what if you win Drag Race? How insane. What if I win Drag Race? This is wild. It's what I'm hoping um, for. I really want to win. Um, I, I, I don't want to go back. I know that fans are like, ugh, you do great on All Stars, but I don't want to do it. I just want to say that I went and you then I won. Do it once. I yeah. went and then I won. And then I was done. I went and I won. I went and I won and then I won. <laughs> Isn't that what Sharon, Needles, and Bob the Drag Queen always say? They're like, I, ha- I only had to do it once. Yeah. Like anytime someone comes for them. Well, I think it's also so interesting because as fans, right, you go, isn't the prudent idea to go make a lasting impression and then you get to go back again and do all stars and then you re-solidify yourself and then this and then that. But it's also like, look at all the people who won who Mm -hmm. are also still doing lots of like TV and have great careers. Like Sasha, like she has her whole lane, her Quibi show. Bob is on every fucking channel. Every drag drag program that exists is starring Bob the drag queen. Uh And so it's like, uh, you don't have to go and then go back and then go back again, you know? You don't have to Alexis Mateo it. You could just win. Yeah. Well, I would say I do want you to win because I feel like you're the you have the most personality. And that's what I look for in a drag queen. It's also <laughs> I who who doesn't love a story where they're like well, maybe she didn't have the report card, but she was the fan favorite or it's, she won. Or she okay, whatever. Maybe like report card, who cares? But like at the end, I consistently was like yes. in the top. Yes, yes. yes. I was conceit. Like <laughs> when other girls were struggling and yes. starting to mess up, I was just like vibing and winning. Like, yes. sorry. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's it. There was no struggle, was there? Oh, I guess just Snatch Game. I mean, yeah, but that but, happened pretty soon, so yeah, plenty of time to done. forget about it. I actually <laughs> already did until you brought it up. <laughs> I also feel like the energy of going in and being like, didn't didn't Heidi say this? I think she said she had like four goals that she set for herself. And she like to get on the show, to mm-hmm. win a challenge, you know, like and she was like, I accomplished those things. So like she but you could be like, yeah, I just wanted to make it past Snatch Game, or I just wanted to get on the show. But when you're fucking top three, you're like, I want to win. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, even before going to the show, I remember Jacqueline, my producer, she called me and she was like, okay, how are you doing? Are things going okay? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, by the way, like, this is the time where you need to start, like, hyping yourself up that you want to win this. Like, that's going to be the thing that, like, keeps you going and, like, ha- like pushing you to, like, do good um and so like two weeks right before i went every day i was just like i'm gonna go in i'm gonna go in i'm gonna win um just to like make myself feel like that all that talk uh went away when i got there i feel like Um, (laughs) but but it's good because but you started with a good base 
Right. Because if you literally in your brain were like, I just want to make it to Snatch Game. Yeah. When Snatch Game is over, you'd be like, well, I can pack my bags. And I didn't really have a plan of like, I want to make it to a certain point. I was just like, I'm not going home. That was like every week. I was like, I can't go home this week. Um, Then I never did. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Um. Well, I just love it is so cool to see you on that show. And yeah. To like see what you're doing being celebrated and like like doing weird shit and people being like, yes, you are it. That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, not everyone's loving it, but I feel like um the people that like my drag speaks to are just fully like really supportive. Um mm-hmm. and really like they're the fans that you want. Like, they're so great. Um, yeah. So. The, yeah, I feel like the people that really support you are the type of drag fans that, like, know about all forms of drag and yeah. not just, uh-huh. like, this pretty package one that's being put out there. And, like, I don't know. I don't know. There's, like, a whole... I don't know if you've seen it, but there's, like, a whole thing on Twitter right now where this one <laughs> fag is very rude about you. Yeah. And it was just, like, very interesting to see how he describes drag, which was very much just, like, he was like, it's drag and it's for gay people. So it has to be a pretty woman and da, 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 da. And he was comparing you to Evie Oddly. And I was like, well, that's not it at all either. Like you don't <laughs> understand if you're comparing Crystal Method to Evie Oddly, that, you don't get drag. I mean, that's the thing for me. It's like when fans are like, well, Crystal can't win because Evie already won. And I'm like, what are y'all even talking about? What? Right. Like, right. I understand that like we both represent a similar kind of drag, but the way that we approach drag is like not the same. No, not at all. And how do you mentally deal with, cause I'm sure like on Twitter, or on Instagram, like people can tag you directly in like hateful, dumb <laughs> shit. And I'm sure you, uh, before going on the show, we're not exposed to that, you know? Yeah. Um, so how, how do you deal with that? Well, Instagram, it's like, I try and go through my message requests um, when I can, but for the most part, I just don't even read anything on Instagram. Mm -hmm. On Twitter, it's way easier for it to pop up on your feed. Um, And I just block people. I like, I I will block people for any reason, even if they're fans of mine. I'm like, there's, I just, there's a lot going on on the internet and like, (laughs) I I can't have you like ruining my feed. Yes. (laughs) I think Twitter just announced this thing where like, you can limit who can respond to your tweet. Oh, I'd love that. Yeah. Oh, so if smart. I were to be like, well, know, I'd love at- anyone to respond to my tweets. <laughs> 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 they're doing big things over there at that, you know, huge tech company. Yeah. <laughs> they know what they're up to. Um, okay. So do you have any plans for 2021? Um, <laughs> ain't no one got plans you, wow well, I, I just don't know because you know like a lot of a lot of queens are like announcing tours or stuff and they're like yeah announcing safely, september shows oh, no yeah. they're like safely announcing 2021 stuff oh. yeah so i'm curious if you're planning because like obviously like we talked about you sort of missed out on this moment to tour yeah i what? mean i have a few tours that are scheduled in 2021 and it was funny because yesterday i was going through like my calendar and i was like I, that's fun, I guess, to think about. But I don't even know. So it, oh it feels like it's a long time away. And also, what I I don't know what's going to happen. When 
I don't like I have no idea when it's like when I should think about when I'm gonna go perform that's like which is also like the hard part about like creating stuff right now um I feel like uninspired I usually because I normally go to the thrift store and like buy all kinds of stuff Mm -hmm. and so it's like now I'm just working with what I've got I have a I mean I have a lot of junk that I've bought (laughs) that I've stored in my shed I I fully relate I was like because when I get a new costume idea like no matter how much fabric I have at home if I have a new idea I want to run downtown Uh buy the fabric make it and like do it and that's when I feel most inspired and now it's like I'm learning to be like okay well this is what I have uh, how do I make something fun out of it? Right. Yeah. And I'd rather kill myself. Okay. <laughs> Wait, so when you do hit the stage uh, and, you know, you're wearing your season 12 crown, let's just live in that fantasy. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is like the, the ideal scenario? And do you have a big you? head or a small head? Because Sasha Valor's <laughs> crown didn't fit. <laughs> she wears it as a necklace now. I think it's like medium. I don't know. Okay, okay. Um, just a medium head. Yeah. <laughs> just a medium sized regular. I'll send the note to Rue. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so next year I'm on a stage. I've won Drag Race. Um, is it a theater? Is it a rock venue? Is it a club? Like, are there musicians? Are there visuals? Like, what's the Crystal Method show? Uh, I feel like this first year. Um, it probably won't matter where it is. Anywhere that will have me, I will go. Um, because, like, I have ne- I have performed outside of Springfield like a handful of times. So I would rather just go see what's out there, find the connections, and like meet the people that I want to meet, mm-hmm. and know where I can- where I'll want to go back. Um, I think that's kind of what I'm gonna focus on. I- I'm not gonna try and like work on having like a one woman show or like a special get dusted tour. I feel like I want to go and meet people and make connections and like, you know, find people that I can collaborate with. Um, And then once I've perfected all of that, then I'll go and package it into something new. Yes. I love that. Yeah. That's great. Well, Well, thank you so much for all of your time. Thank you. I truly oh, hope exciting. that tonight you are the winner. I really yeah. want you to win. We tonight, stand. Team Crystal. Team Crystal. Hashtag Team Crystal. You I mean, are winning the hashtag. Honey. I'm winning the hashtag. You, um, and so, uh, well, that could be some people who like Crystal. <laughs> I mean, it could be something else. But <laughs> I'm hoping that you know. I'm Ruth just kidding. In consideration of like what the fans want, mm-hmm. right? Just give the people what they want. It's what we need right now. It's what we need. We need crystal <laughs> method. Send her a little message. Tell her she can have some time with the mullet. You know, some one-on-one time. She can wear the mask. <laughs> she can wear the mask and stroke your mullet. Yeah, I'll wear one too. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Crystal. This has been so fun. Yes. So we can find you online at. Crystal Method? Crystal Method. Um, M-E-T-H-Y-D. Crystal with a C. It's everywhere. Um, and Get Dusted Party. It's fun. Watch watch the movies. One and two. <laughs> <laughs> watch the movies. One and two. Maybe three and four coming. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, thanks so much for listening to Sloppy Seconds. You can follow us on Instagram at SloppyPod and send us an email at SloppySecondsPod at gmail.com.
Our phone number is 213-536-9180 or 1-800-WICKED. Big Dipper is at Big Dipper Jelly on Instagram and Twitter. And I'm Spicy's Meatball on Instagram and Fat Drag Meatball on Twitter. And don't forget to subscribe. That way you won't ever miss an episode. Wow. Ah! <laughs> Wait, Crystal, can you do one before you go? No, okay. Yeah, do it, do it, do it. Wow. Yes! <laughs> Thank you so much. Amazing. <laughs> doodle doot doot forever dog. Sloppy Seconds is a forever dog podcast. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Mixed and mastered by Will Pitts. Our cover art was drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey. <laughs>